And a fantastic Sunday morning to Marlins Nation and a extra fantastic Sunday morning to Sandy Alcantara. Steven Strom here. Marlins beat the Yankees in game two of this three-game set three to one. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. What a performance by Miami's ace, Sandy Alcantara, in front of 33,980 at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara today recorded his major league leading third complete game of the season. It was the 12th of his incredible young career. And dating now back to his Major League debut in 2017, Sandy leads the Major Leagues with 12 complete games. Corey Kluber has the second most with eight. This is the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff and Nelly. Sandy was great. I mean, it was, was a very rough beginning to the season for Sandy. He has just tossed his second complete game in his last four starts. And putting himself in a position in this organization now in a position where if they're going to get something similar like this every fifth day they're going to have a great chance down the stretch this year he was brilliant 116 pitches was a season high you know you look at the first couple innings i'd say the first four innings he had runners on base well runner and then he finally had that one two three inning even though the first inning he got that double play so he faced three guys but uh, the fifth inning he had the first one two three inning and once he started settling in we talk so much about down in the zone, down in the zone, sinker down, change up down. The slider is, is a show-me pitch. It's not really a great slider. It's just enough for the right-handers to see something breaking away from them. But everything was down. You know, the change up was down. He had nasty sink. That fastball ran probably a foot across the zone. And you're hitting 99. I mean, he was unhittable today. This is exactly what the Marlins needed. They got two runs early off of King and then added another one in the fourth inning off of Brito. But it was all about the pitching. When you get good starting pitching, and that's around baseball, you have a good shot of winning the ballgame. You know, his changeup seemed to be really effective today. And I say that because coming into this outing, it's really been a problem pitch for him this season. Opponents hitting 302 against his changeup this season. That in stark contrast to when they hit just 146 against it last year i mean it's a very important pitch for him and it seemed to be very effective here today well the one thing when as a hitter you have to go up with a game plan of making him elevate the change right if you elevate the change up then it's a bp fastball and a lot of times when he gets in trouble is when he's not controlling or commanding the zone with the fastball so then he goes back with that change thinking thinking i can get back in the in the count with a change up all of a sudden that elevates as well but that's all mechanics you know that's right. all getting on the side of the baseball or getting on top of the baseball. You get on the side of the baseball, everything flattens out. And that's when he gets in trouble. When he gets on top of the baseball, then everything is down. And that's when he has that sink. That's when he has that success like he had today. Not a whole lot of offense for the Marlins this afternoon, but just enough. They got the two-run home run from Luis Arise in the bottom of the first inning. Then they got the RBI single in the fourth from Joey Wendell. Nelly, before I let you go, looking ahead now, Yuri Perez is a 20-year-old young phenom, and he's going to have his tallest and toughest task yet tomorrow afternoon when he goes opposite of the potential American League Cy Young Award winner Garrett Cole. I mean, this feels like, and we can go both ways here, this seems like a very important game tomorrow for both teams. Well, it is because the Yankees have lost two out of three against the White Sox. They've played horrible baseball. And Naila come in here against the Marlins, who are fighting for a wild card. They expect to win two out of three because then they go to Atlanta. And, and good luck with them, you know, no matter who you are, good luck right. with the Braves. And also with the Marlins, I mean, you even up this series, you have your young phenom, like you mentioned, in Iori, 
he's going to have his hands full. You know, they're going to go with a game plan. They've never seen him before. You're standing at 6'8". He really gets extended out there, and he's got a good fastball. The thing that he always has to do tomorrow, he has to get over his off-speed. If you watch the times that he gets hurt, he gave up, he's given up nine homers, nine home runs in 58 and a third. That's a lot. Right. I know that probably out of the nine, maybe seven have been solo shots. Right. But it's on the fastball because they're sitting on his fastball. He's got to show the Yankees tomorrow that he can get his change and his slider over for strikes. If he can do that, he's going to have a lot of success. Well, here's the other thing, too. His best friend is Sandy Alcantara, and he just had a front-row seat to this this afternoon. So it's not even going to be 24 hours before he sees a very similar lineup. You hope that he learned a lot from this today. You know, the one thing I saw about from San, uh, Iori's last outing, and I saw Mel Stoudemire and also Sandy sitting with him in the dugout, you know, after his right. outing when he went five innings. And he gave up those, what was it, four runs? He yeah. gave up a couple home runs. Yeah. He pitches. He does a great job, and I love. And you look at San, and we saw Sandy tonight that everything was down in the zone, down, down, down. You pitch down in the zone, and you just pop one up every once in a while. You're going to have tons of success because both of them throw hard. Sandy did that today and had a complete game. Right. They only gave up. Probably shouldn't even give up the one run. Perez, Perez, if he everything is down, and he does a great job. Fastball down, fastball down. He pitches around the knees. Slider away. He'll throw the changeups. Got a good changeup. But those two pitches are out of the zone because he tries to get swings and misses out of those. If he just pops up, and I saw Sandy, I saw Mel Stoudemire Jr. say, hey, every once in a while, down, 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 change the eye level. Right. Pop a four-seamer right. up top, and you'll have right. success. And that way it, cha- it changes everything, and then you can go out of the zone with your breaking stuff. If you're constantly down, down, a hitter sees you, next thing you know, if they're sitting on a – and I think the last, the last time those guys were sitting on fastball. The last time they were sitting on fastball saying, you know what, he's not throwing his off speed for strikes. I'm just sitting dead red. And when you're going to get it, you're, going to, you're not going to miss it. How much of that is on Nick Fortes tomorrow to make sure he can guide him through the ball well, game? Well, a lot of it, you know, some of it. But, again, as a pitcher, you have to show the other team that you can throw your off speed for strikes. Yeah. If you get behind in the zone, hey, you have to get the slider over. You have to get the changeup over. And that's where you have success. If it's just constant heat down, you're going to get hurt. Because everybody's just going to say, okay, if, he, if I see the spin, I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to look for dead red. All right, Nelly, I'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. All right, that's Have Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Heck of a ball game here at the ballpark today. Not a whole lot of highlights for you, but let's get to them for you here on the 10th inning show. Uh, Michael King was utilized as an opener for the New York Yankees today. Sandy Alcantara got himself a six, uh, four six three. I beg your pardon, double play to get out of the top of the first. So scoreless going to the bottom of the first inning this afternoon. King allowed a leadoff single to Jazz, who went one for four today with three strikeouts. And then after the Jazz single in the first inning, Josh Bell struck out swinging. And with Jazz at first with one out in the bottom of the first inning, Luis Arise early in this ballgame brought this big crowd at Lone Depot Park to its feet today. Here's a swing and a drive. This is cracked high and deep. Right field. Forget about it. Luis Arise into the second deck in the home run porch. It's his fourth home run of the season. It's 2-0 Miami here in the first. And what do you know about two hours later? This baby was on ice. That is all Sandy Alcantara would need today. He allowed a single with one out in the second inning. He worked around that. Worked around a single in the third with one out. And he worked around a one-out walk in the fourth. In the bottom of the fourth inning, 
Michael King went two innings, allowed a couple of runs, four hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. Then Johnny Brito came in for the New York Yankees. He worked a perfect third, but he ran into some trouble in the bottom of the fourth. He hit Jake Berger to lead off the bottom of the fourth inning. Then Jesus Sanchez singled, and after a strikeout by Yuli Gurriel, Joey Wendell came to the plate with runners at first and second base with one away. Brito looks back at Berger, and now the pitch. That's a line drive through the left side, and a base hit for Joey Wendell. Berger's going to score easily. It's an RBI single with one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning for Joey Wendell. Marlins lead 3-0. And again, they only needed two today. Three would be plenty as well. It was 3-0 going to the top of the fifth inning. Sandy was perfect in the fifth. He was perfect in the sixth. And again, it was 3-0 going to the top of the seventh inning. And this is when the lone run for the Yankees would score this afternoon. Giancarlo Stanton fouled or uh, popped up into foul territory down the first baseline. It was an unbelievable play. Yuli Gurriel made a great jumping catch running into the netting that propelled them back out onto the field of play in the top of the seventh inning. Then with Billy McKinney batting with a two-strike count, Sandy Alcantara ripped off a beautiful slider that was well within the strike zone knee high, and Angel Hernandez called it a ball. It was the incorrect call, and it led to a McKinney walk, and then Sandy balked him to second base, and he was at second with one out in the top of the seventh inning for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, the third baseman. Now the 1-2 pitch, and that's a line drive hit down the right field line to base hit, and the costly umpiring behind the plate. Cost Sandy Alcantara a run here in the top of the seventh inning. It's an RBI single for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. And now it's 3-1 Miami here in the seventh. But then Sandy would hunker down. He would get Harrison Bader to ground out to short. And then Anthony Volpe was his sixth strikeout victim of the night to get himself through the seventh. In the eighth, he punched out the side in order. Today, Sandy Alcantara made a little bit of history. As a matter of fact, early on in the ballgame, Needed a few strikeouts in this one, and he got five in his fifth one today. Propelled him past Dontrell Willis for third place on the Marlins' all-time strikeout list. Sandy Alcantara struck out the side of the top of the eighth inning. Punched out Higashioka, Bowers, and Judge. This was a 3-1 to one game going to the top of the ninth inning. Alcantara was at over 100 pitches. Skip Schumacher sent him back out. The first man he faced was Glaber Torres, who singled into center field, and that's when Sandy really had to hunker down. And then he struck out on three pitches, three sinkers in succession, facing Giancarlo Stanton for his 10th strikeout of the ballgame. Billy McKinney then hit a deep fly ball down the left field line that was reeled in, in the corner by Brian De La Cruz. And so Glaber Torres was at first base with two outs. In the top of the ninth inning, Sandy Alcantara facing Isaiah Kiner-Falefa looking to put the finishing touches on his third complete game of the season. Alcantara's one out away. Marlins are an out away from leveling this three-game series at one apiece. The first pitch, ground ball hit. Weekly, third base, Berger, Gurriel. It's a complete game for Sandy Alcantara. His third of the season. And the Marlins level this three-game weekend series at one aside. They beat the Yankees today 3-1. to one. Yeah, they went to their eighth. An incredible performance by Sandy Alcantara this afternoon. He has truly just been sensational throughout his years here in Miami. With 10 strikeouts in today's ballgame versus the New York Yankees, Sandy Alcantara now has 13 double-digit strikeout performances as Miami Marlins. 
And he's now tied for second on the Marlins' all-time list with Ricky Nolasco trailing only Jose Fernandez, who had 18 of them. Unbelievable. Alcantara continues to get better and better and better after what was a really rough start and beginning to his season. He's been fantastic, and uh, Alcantara putting the finishing touches on his third complete game this afternoon, going all nine, allowing a run on five hits, two walks, in 10 strikeouts. Taking a look at the totals this afternoon for the Yankees, a run, five hits, no errors, five men left on base. And for the Marlins, three runs, eight hits, no errors, and five men left on base. Sandy Alcantara is the winning pitcher, now 5-10 this season. Michael King is the loser, 3-5 for the New York Yankees. No save it at this afternoon as Alcantara goes the distance for the Marlins. Start of this ballgame at 4-10. Total time of game, two hours and three minutes in front of 33,980 here at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. In the crowd here at Lone Depot Park today was the largest non-opening day crowd since April 5th of 2014 versus the San Diego Padres and the fifth largest non-opening day crowd for a Marlins home game in ballpark history. It was a great crowd here at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. And uh, what a day to be a Marlins fan. They watched Alcantara go the distance. And the Marlins beat the Yankees by a final score of 3-1. to one. For Sandy Alcantara this afternoon, 10 strikeouts. And that means that $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to a very happy Skip Schumacher after the 3-1 victory over the Yankees. Cool. Skip Sandy's third complete game, but his second since the All-Star break. You knew he could carry this team in the second half. What's been different maybe since the All-Star break for Sandy? I just think the quality of the strike that he's throwing um, is better than it was the first half, and it wasn't just throwing strikes. It's um, the command of all his pitches in the strike zone, part of the strike zone that he wants it. Um, the strength has always been there. The pitch characteristic has always been there. It's just where he's been throwing it. Um, he had some tough luck sometimes in some games too, you know, with some balls getting through. Um, but uh, today was as good as you've seen him. Maybe the Twins game is uh, matches matches that. But at, at where we're at in the season for him to do that, um, kind of the way our bullpen was as well. Um, it's just uh, you know we were we were going to ride him today. Um, I didn't know if he go nine innings complete game, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was a really impressive outing at a time where our team needed it the most. At what point did you know you were going to let him go out there for the ninth? Um, yeah, I watched the eighth inning and it was as good of an inning as he pitched the whole game, um, and all his pitches were still working. Um, uh, the velocity was still up where he wanted it was uh, where he wanted to place the slider and the changeup uh, was still there. Um, so I, I made the decision after the the last hitter and um, I knew who was coming up as well. Um, it's still pretty much the meat of that order um, that he had success against so far. And um, so that uh, I took that into account as well. But, you know, at the, again, at this point, he worked so hard um, in the weight room and, uh, in between um, outings that uh, it's not like he's not conditioned for it over 100 pitches um, and felt like the way he's been feeling that it was time to, you know, maybe let him go today. To piggyback off that, what was his leash in the ninth inning? Like, when we, do you start considering otherwise? I had Robbie up. Um, I would say probably one more hitter. If, if um, another guy got on after Torres, that was probably going to be it. Um, it would have been a 
fun conversation on the mound. Um, so I'm very happy that he uh, didn't let that happen. A couple of weeks ago when the chance was to possibly let him go on the ninth, did you not see those things that you mentioned today from him? That yeah, I, I felt it was a little bit different today, just um, the intensity, the last inning that he threw. Um, I struck out Judge twice. Um, so uh, I think that was – uh, the way he was throwing twice that at bat. The the way he was throwing um, uh, was uh, it, I just thought a little bit. Not that it wasn't good last time. Don't get me wrong, but today just it felt different. And again, the way our bullpen was at, you know, with a lot of innings used lately, um, it, it factored in. Uh, all those things factored in. And the importance of that eighth inning after giving up the run in, in the seventh. I think that was the only inning where he went over. I think sixteen pitch to see him immediately bounce back and strike out the side afterwards to see him rebound after the one quote unquote rough inning that he had. Yeah, the rough inning was a walk and a, uh, a, a drop ball on the mound. So, I mean, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't really a rough inning. It was just, you know, a, kind of a weird type of inning. But I, I felt like the we haven't been getting, like, those shutdown innings either. And um, not only was, you know, that good to him come back after, you know, the one run or whatever, but, the you know, when Arias hits the home run, we had a big shutdown inning and, like that's that's a big thing moving forward is when we throw when we get two or three runs or even a run across to get that shutdown inning just to kill the momentum on the other side is big and um, same thing with um, with only allowing one run in that inning was big. With Luis, it's only four homers for him. We know we we can hit a lot and but plenty of singles. But but when he hits homers, it seems like there are like legit bombs. It surprises sometimes when when he hit those out. Uh, I mean, he, he hits him in, in BP every now and then, but the last thing we want is Luis to feel like he has to hit homers and be homer happy. Um, but that was a tough pitch, 97 in on his hands. Uh, he's uh, He's been working. He's been kind of pissed off that he hasn't been producing lately. Um, but I, I think anybody is okay with uh, Raya's up at any time, uh, any part of the game, and um, he's – He's going to get hot again, whatever. You know, I'm not – he's in 370 still, so I think he's going to be okay. So you were here for the game, Venezuela against United States, when he hit two homers? I was, yeah. It reminds you, were that the same plays or longer homer too? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I like it better when he's in the Marlin jersey uh, <laughs> when he hits him. But I, although that was a fun game to be at, a fun game to be a part of, um, but, you know, right now, again, getting two runs in the first inning, um, you know, with your horse on the mound uh, was important and um, to get the lead right away. And, and they had kind of a bullpen game going as well, and they could start matching up. So to get that lead, um, King's a good pitch. I mean, he's got good stuff. Burrito's good. I mean, he, that stuff was moving everywhere. So, um, you know, it was, it was good to get a couple enough runs for Sandy. You mentioned pregame Yuli with his defense of the catch at the net. Just when you see when you see a play like that. Yeah, Yuli and Wendell both had Berger had great uh, defense. Um, Wendell solid up the middle as always. Uh, Rias really good double played turns and um, but yeah, Yuli uh, for him you know to make a catch like that against the net um, you know Sports Center highlight play. But again, that's uh, it's not just hitting with these guys. And I know a lot of focus is on the offense and. You know, we have to score runs, and I understand that, you know, all these guys want to get three hits a game. But Wendell up the middle and uh, Yuli playing good defense, um, you know, they're, they're, that's important too when you have a ground ball pitcher on the mound to make all those plays to, to make it a, you know, get him in the ninth inning and com- have a complete game. 
Sandy Alcantara threw his third complete game, nine innings, five hits, one run, ten punch outs. Let's hear what Alcantara had to say after his outing. Well, Sandy, third complete game of the year. Just how that one feel today? Uh, first, I want to say thanks, God, for keeping me healthy in the game. So good. You know, I think uh, I'm working for it. Uh, just what was working today and how were you able to be so efficient with your pitch count today? I think my consistency throwing a strike, you know, I think uh, they just was very aggressive today. You know, I just take advantage. Sandy, you guys are in the playoff hunt. The Yankees are here. I think the fifth largest crowd in the ballpark's history. What did it feel like to take them out? And did you have that extra maybe motivation because of it? Uh, it's feel good, you know what I mean? Have that support from the fans, you know what I mean? I think uh, today, full stadium, I think. I don't know. So, but I feel good, you know, I think everybody was happy, you know, because the crowd was here. So, hopefully they came, came every day. You hear, you hear them and you, as you were walking out for the ninth? Every time I hear everything. I hear my, my teammates, you know, talking. I hear from the other side, I hear everything. I just don't want to lose my, my focus. Uh, after the seventh inning, give up the one run, to be able to come back and strike out the side right afterward, just how important was that to be able to quickly flip the switch back? I mean, I just want to strike out everybody over there, you know, because I my mentality was when I see, was sitting in the dugout, finish the game, doesn't matter what happened. So, but over there, I just strike him out the side, you know, and take a banner, and this time, you know, just trying to get ground ball, and I did it. If Skip had tried to take you out of the game, what would you have told him? Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always get mad, you know, because I think uh, my preparation, what I did, you know, not just outside, but I think inside here, you know, they just gotta believe, believe in myself, you know, give me the opportunity. If I get in trouble, just take him out. Was there any conversation in the dugout after the eighth inning about what the plan would be in the ninth? Uh, no, I just came out from the eight. You know, I mean, I saw him, you know, waiting for me over there. And I mean, I was ready for if he want to take me out of the game. But I mean, I saw him, you ready? I say, I'm it, you know, and he gave me the opportunity to go there and finish the game. <laughs> the the <laughs> The seventh inning, if you just take us through the walk, the box, just to be able to kind of rebound back, you know, finish off the rest of the game despite all that. I was good over there, you know what I mean? I just dropped the ball, you know, and they caught a buck. But, I mean, I, after that, you know, I don't want to lose my focus. You know, I just want to finish that inning, and I did. You know I mean? I feel bad because they scored one run over there, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, I, we win. Uh, what was it like seeing Luis Rice hit a home run and give you a lead early? <laughs> we was waiting for it, you know. <laughs> I mean, we know he don't have, like, that kind of power, you know, but, I mean, he can hit a line drive. Sometimes he can hit the ball hard. So, but today, I mean, you guys see, he got power from Venezuela, you know, and he hit a homer. <laughs> We are right back at it. It's going to be a 141st pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 110. Garrett Cole, Yuri Perez, grab the popcorn or come to Lone Depot Park. It's been an electric atmosphere, 30,000-plus in each of the last two games. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together. Miami's Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.